Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Scott. I'm Junior. And, and we're I'll, I'll go ahead. Genesis chapter 5 yep, and Genesis 6. Genesis chapter 5. I was just going to say this briefly, too. I, I just want to say I, I appreciate, we've heard from a lot of you. We've gotten texts and emails and just comments at church. We, we've been surprised by how well this has taken off. I know a lot of you are doing this as a family devotion. You're sitting around together in the evening at, just as families. A lot of you doing this in the morning. Some of people have told me this is their early morning routine, first thing that they do over coffee. Others have said they actually they get to work and they get their stuff in order and then they sit and they listen. Others are, are listening to this in the car or Yeah, on we the get to train. ride with you. So I, I love that. And and so many people have told me that it's the first time in their life they've been able to establish the habit of getting into the Bible every day after trying to for a long time. So that, that just that gets me excited. I'm glad you're joining us for this. All right. You wanna you wanna get started or something? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Chapter well, Genesis chapter five. And, and this is kind of a this is a bit of a difficult chapter because it's mainly genealogies. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll kind of skim a little bit of of this. It says this is this is written about the account of the descendants of Adam when God created human beings, he made them to be like himself. That's a that's a big it's a yeah. big statement right there. We it are is. made in the image of God. Animals incredible. Are people are. He created them male and female and he blessed them and called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, and he goes, it goes through his, his well, kids. We can see some of the political correctness coming through here and even modern translations. Because ah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the word there is Adam, which is man. He just yeah. called him man. But yeah. um, we're, we're, which we, historically you've always understood man meaning the species, uh, yeah. all people. But yeah. we, now we're living in a day when that sounds sexist. And so yeah. we say human beings instead of just man. <laughs> So verse three, it talks about how Adam lived 130 years old, the kids that he had with Cain and Abel, Seth. Uh, Seth lived 105 years old. And then, or no, I'm sorry, Seth lived 912 years. Yeah, it was and just Adam was lived 930 years. Right, right. So, Adam was just 130 yeah, when he gave, when, you know, he, man. when he fathered. Yeah. Uh, Enosh was 90 years old when he fathered, but he lived 905 years. You have Canaan, who lived 910 years. Mahalel, which lived 895 years. Jared, who lived 962 years. Enoch. So we don't have to go through all these no, names. No, I know. But Junior, tell me, yeah. how in the world? I mean. That's kind of the big question. How do these people live so long? Yeah, are they just making up years yeah. here? Is this is the Bible not true? And we can't tell you for sure, but I want to tell you my favorite theory. Well, we can tell you for sure that the Bible is true. Oh, yeah, we know yeah. this Bible is true. <laughs> but why? But why? Yeah. The reason why we can't tell you for sure. Uh, but but I will tell you my favorite theory is called the canopy theory. Yeah. And and again, we talked about this yesterday, but if you go to the Creation Museum in Kentucky, it's it's a really cool place. It can just help help understand some of this stuff. It might challenge some of your thinking. Yeah. The canopy theory is that before the flood, there was a canopy of water that surrounded the earth and it protected the earth from the the rays of the sun. Um, because sun rays are harmful. And so that this canopy protected life on earth, which allowed for great big dinosaurs and also for man to live a lot longer. When the flood came, that canopy broke because the water fell from the sky, but also water then flooded up from the springs of the earth as well. So a lot of the rain from the flood came from that canopy busting, God breaking that canopy. Because then after the flood, you don't have people living as long. Mm -hmm. So that is one theory that is out there. Uh, and it's one that I that I really like. It's one that I teach to my girls. So I don't teach it as like, this is truth. This is exactly what happened. But it does, it does make sense. Yeah, and it might make some people uncomfortable because it goes against some of the teaching that they've had and... Uh, and of course, Junior and I are not scientists. We're not pretending we're to be not. scientists. 
But at the same time, we do believe that the Bible is true, and I think that there are multiple theories that can be considered, and I would agree with you. I think that's a good one. That's one that I've held to. It actually comes out of a book called The Genesis Flood that was written by a guy named Henry Morris, who was an an expert in his field, and he was a a very strong Christian Bible believer, and it was from his teachings, in fact, that the museum, that, uh, that foundation, in fact, that organization actually flowed from Morris who initially Connect had with Ken that Hamlin? Book. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yes. Yep. Cool. All right. So well, our, jump let's to jump to yeah, Genesis let's go 6. To chapter then. 6 then. Chapter 6 of Genesis. It says, Then the people began to multiply in the earth, and the daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives. Now, the sons of God here, do you want to explain that? Well, I don't know if I want to explain it because I don't know if I agree with you on this one. As I read, yeah. I was like, uh-oh, I think I might I'm not have sure. a diff- different well, take than my dad. Which is fine because I'm not yeah. sure what my take is, but go ahead and tell me yours. Sure. So sons of God here, there's two schools of thought. Sons of God is what I've, I believe mm-hmm. this is what you believe, Dad, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I don't know. The sons of God are the sons of Adam. Uh, that came from Seth, that Noah will come from, that Abraham will eventually come from, that those are the sons of God. Others believe that this these are angels or demons, or demons fallen angels, yeah. fallen yeah. angels. And this is more what I... Yeah, the Hebrew terminology is different than from our what our English is and yeah. could indicate that. Yeah, I tend to lean more this way. So you have, but it is it makes for something weird. We're going to kind of see some weird things happen in this chapter. But you have the sons of of God, meaning fallen angels, saw beautiful woman women and took them as their wives. And this is where I believe this. Some of the, so like the giants, like the Nephilim people, yeah. yeah, the giants come from. Then the Lord said, "My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their their normal lifespan will be no more than one hundred and twenty years." In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites. So now we have giants. Right after we have these sons of God finding beautiful women, now we have these giants lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. Hmm. That's interesting. I can't wait to ask this stuff to God, you know, when when this is all said and done. You know, the same Henry Morris that I brought up, uh, the author of the Genesis Flood, he also wrote a commentary on Genesis Okay. And he gets into a lot of this in that commentary. So I'd maybe refer that. I've got a copy of it. And okay. I, you know, if anybody yeah. is interested in borrowing it, they, they can. Yeah, there you go. Verse 5, the Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that every, everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry around the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I'm sorry I ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. So again, you know, there's some things that can be a little confusing here. God is sorry that he, he made the earth. He's, he's sorry about these things. Yeah. And uh, yet, again, the, the thought about sorry uh, now people are going to make fun of me for the way I pronounce sorry, right? I just right? noticed that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's because I'm from Wisconsin. That's, oh, that's I say s- sorry. You say sorry. Yeah, well, I'm from the, the west side of Wisconsin. Oh, I grew and up that's how you say sorry? And, yeah. I've never, you're my dad. I've never noticed this about you. <laughs> say boat. Boat? Okay. Uh, why, well, well, people from Minnesota say like boat, <laughs> you know. All right. 
Sorry, we got way off track. <laughs> my bad. Verse nine. <laughs> but anyway, it's more about God uh, thinking of the regret or what has happened in this, the negative aspect of what has come of the human race that He has created. Yeah. And we, I've often thought about man. The you know when you think about how the heart of people being so evil continually, as it describes it here. And yet we see what people do to other people and throughout all of history. I, I watch a lot of documentaries and history and it's just unbelievable throughout history, the kind of unbelievable pain and, and what people will do to promote themselves on the backs of others. And the you, you think about guys like, you, you remember the, uh, what was his name in uh, Romania, the Impaler? Oh yeah, Vlad, Vlad the, the Impaler. Impaler yeah. I mean, and the, Nero, the the number yeah. of people that he would right. burn alive burn, yeah. and crucify, Caligula and yeah. oh, these yeah. just horrible people, yeah. and that, that's that's well, in the heart. I of read this mankind. and I just think, thank God for Jesus because it's in my heart mm. as well, and I'm just so it thankful is. that God doesn't banish me, but He sent Jesus. But the potential of all of that sin is within us, yeah. but Jesus is the one that restores humanity. You want to go with verse nine? Yeah, this is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, meaning he did the right thing. The only blameless person living on the earth at the time. Wow. And he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct deck, decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. It's interesting all the details that are given on this boat. Yeah. In fact, because we have all these details, they were able to reconstruct this, which you have at that Creation Museum that you mentioned. So that's a different the, museum, yeah, actually. The, oh, so it is. There's a Creation Museum, and then there's the Ark Encounter, which is, I don't know. Aren't they at the good, same place, same 45 location? 45 minutes away, oh, yeah. maybe okay. an hour. Yeah. yeah. I've been to the Creation Museum. I haven't yeah. been. That was before the Ark was yeah. built, though. All right, so verse 17, look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive and be sure to take on board enough food for your family and all the animals. So Noah did everything exactly as God had yeah. commanded him. We spent so much time already, so I don't want to yeah. get into it. But I will say, uh, I took my family to the Ark Encounter a couple of years ago, and they get into because you know, the question is like, how do you keep this many animals alive for mm -hmm. so long? And you could, and you they can, they, you can, and they get into it on that on that. Uh, in that boat, so I'd encourage you to take go down there and take your family if you if you have a family. And you could also there. watch the movie. You know the movie with Steve yeah, Carell. That was, that was, that was <laughs> yeah. oh that was Evan Almighty. Yeah, but then they Evan also Almighty, came up yeah. with one like with Rock Men and all that. Oh, I didn't see one. that one. Yeah, all right. It's biblically based. All right, well let's get into Proverbs eight. So yeah. Proverbs eight, great chapter. Uh, what verse did you want to? Yeah, verse twelve. It says, "I wisdom live together with good judgment. 
I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. I love that line. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. There are places that we often go to where we will not discover knowledge mm-hmm. and discernment. And a lot of times it is things that we stream. It's news items that we watch. It's things that we scroll on our phones. It's, it's You're not going to find knowledge and discernment there. You're just no. going to get fired up. It's the fear of the Lord. That's the beginning yep. of wisdom. It's in scripture. Go to him. Yep. So read that proverb today. Make it a good day and we will see you tomorrow.